Hello, Conroe. This is Corey DLG, and you were listening to another edition of Nerd Thug Sports. That's right. We are streaming worldwide at 104.5, 106.1. Someone told me they are sister stations. And we are streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. And with me, as always, is Little Bro... Oh, oh, oh well, uh, oh. this is Corey DLG, but who is this over here? It's your boy, oh, man. the Captain Joey Savage. That's right. Hey, can I just say your intro is lame? You need to get a better. You don't one. like a better. You don't like my nope. intro? Nope, not at all. I was. I'm. Mm-mm. I'm original. I didn't I, wanna... I have joined my uh, first appearance on this show. I have come to control the balls <laughs> and, and ball control this this episode of Nerd Thug Sports. I like it. I like it. Don't forget, check everything out at nerdthugradio.com. <laughs> So now you're done critiquing my intro. Yeah. Okay. Done. All right. Uh, yeah. No. So this is, your, hey, this is your this is your baby. You created this sports show. That's right. That's I'm just right. here. I'm playing the Corey <laughs> DLG role right now. I'm just I'm along for the ride. There you go. Uh, yeah. So this is obviously Nerd Thug Sports, and uh, the head of HR himself, the Captain Joy Savage. I mean, the head of HR, the CEO, the CFO. Um, I'm all three of those guys. I'm. You're like. All three of them. You're like the Ray Crocker of this. <laughs> Who's like, Ray Crocker? He's the guy who the McDonald's brothers had already created the concept, and he's the one who like franchised the yeah. model. Yeah. So like, it's my baby, but you're um, the guy who like weaponized I really, it. I don't really think it was your baby. Now it's not even my baby. I think. <laughs> I mean, if you look, if you go and look at the history of Nerd Thug Radio, well, you're, on you're, the website, you're you're the addition that made it good. Which, you, um, which I will say, I will always say that, but uh, because it would have been two hours of me talking about spiders. Well, it was definitely, <laughs> it was definitely an idea we had many years ago. Yeah, um, for sure. You decided to like take the ball and run with it, like, right? You, I, you were the catalyst. That's true. Um, you got the spark going, and um, then so I'll and, give you, yeah, that's you. So you know, you started it, and then you know, with the addition of of me. Have you never seen the founder with Michael Keaton? Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't really watch Michael Keaton films. It's it's really good. Like, he's not he's, even a great Batman. He's like, oh, fight me, oh, Adam West. He's like, he's like best. chasing like. Is it like Boiler Room? No, he's like trying to find ways to get rich. Like he really is just determined that he's gonna he's just gonna break in one day on something. That's you. And so you're he, Michael Keaton. He, and so like after like thirty failed ideas, he finds these guys at this restaurant. He's walking around selling like shake machines or something. Oh, nice. And this is like nineteen fifties. This okay? is about. The McDonald's story? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know the McDonald's story. And so he, when he finds the guys, they had already like came up with the idea of like the fast burger and all of yeah, that. Yeah, they had their own little single restaurant. Yeah. And, and he's he, the one who, he was selling the franchises and still barely making any kind of money. He was yeah. only getting like a cut. And this guy basically was like, well, you're doing it wrong. You need to sell the franchises, but own the land they build on. Ooh. And he was like, what? Excuse me? And that's how he became... <laughs> he made the the brothers mad. Uh, it's two comedians that play the brothers, uh, oh, really? and they're funny. And um, well, one of them's the the brother from Drew Carey. Remember the one who the big guy, but he yeah, was like yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. dresses a woman and all that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I can't think of who the other one is. But like, did he play sports? No, I'm, I know what you're doing. We'll get back to that. But so he definitely like. He's like, now he's claiming he has the first franchise. <laughs> We're the first franchise. It's us. <laughs> it was just, it's a good thing. Anyway, um, so we're, we're recording this and we're watching uh, the Rockets and the Grizz play. That's right. Um, and as we flipped it on, the Rockets were down by like 
16, and within like <laughs> three minutes, James Harden single-handedly brought him within two, and now they're just playing horrible. I so James, keep shooting. No, don't give it to that guy. Yeah. So my problem. Yeah. Don't See what I mean? Yeah. Don't give it to that guy. My my problem with the Rockets. This is my. This has been my criticism here as the season is is coming to a close. Is uh, ouch. Yeah, so they're going to play iso ball, obviously, and that's their thing. They play, I think it's something like 70% iso ball. Yeah. Um, but towards the end of the season, they've just been getting just, lazy. I don't know if they're just like tuned out and ready for the playoffs or. What seed are they? Are they still the five seed? Uh, No, they should be top half. Last I saw, they were top half. I mean, four or five doesn't matter. Well, I mean, it does because if you're four, you're home for that first series. Yeah, but you're still playing the five seed. True, but you're at least home. So you want to be home. Are you going to look it up? Yeah. You know, uh, basketball is one of those sports, I'm going to be honest, I don't watch it unless I am over here at your place um, <laughs> recording or the playoffs come around. I remember as, I remember being a kid and just watching any and all kinds of sports I can watch. So during basketball season, I was all over the Rockets watching Otis Thorpe, uh, Robert Ory, Vernon Maxwell, Kenny the Jet. A young Sam Cassell, Elijah Wan. Yeah, they're. But now that I've gotten older, I can't really um, get into anything else. They're pretty locked Until into the, the playoffs. Uh, come. Pretty locked into the three seed. What I what I have uh, found is um, as I get a little bit older in, in basketball, really, and I, I think what basketball has really done in in a way is they've made it to where. They've built the players up to be kind of their own brand as opposed to what baseball and football does. Yeah. And so people tend to like players more than they like teams. Yeah, you're right about that. Like in now there's all there you, you still have teams you support. Yeah. But I mean, you I'm, also support players. I'm gonna support the Rockets. Right. No matter what. But then there are certain players like if they played for the Rockets and they went somewhere else, you would you still would watch be like, them. Yeah, yeah. And so I heard this statement and so then I, I thought to myself, was that really true? And then I, I started thinking to our conversation not too long ago where I was like, I don't like the Mavericks, but I'm a really big uh, Luka, Luka Doncic. Yeah. I, I like that guy. The guy I can, like watching that guy play. The guy can hoop, that's for so, sure. I mean, if yeah. I know the Mavericks are on TV and he's playing, I'm going to watch, even though I typically would never even watch the Mavericks. Well, and I've, that's, I've never liked the Mavericks. And that's something that the NBA wisely sells. When they do their matchups, like... If the Thunder are going to play the Rockets or something, they'll be like Russell Westbrook versus James Harden. Right, right, they, right. They, they play up the matchups just as much as they play up the teams. Well, I think part of it, too, you think maybe is because, you know, with basketball, there's only five guys on the court. Yeah. Baseball, you've got nine. Football, you've got 11. One guy on a basketball court can literally make the biggest difference. Absolutely. So, right? so in, in baseball, there's so many instances of – a great player on like a bad franchise and him's just being like a folk hero to the, like Cal Ripken jr. Was forever like uh, a Baltimore Orioles. So when right. there were times when the Baltimore Orioles were bad, you would just have, you would just go see good Calvin play. Um, Cal. And, and, but it, baseball but, was a little bit like that. Um, but basketball, the single player contribution is real, right? You know, it, with baseball, it, like football, right? So I'm, I'm a huge Tom Brady fan. So I will always like the Patriots and want the Patriots to succeed. Right. Because I'm, I'm a Tom Brady fan. Um, but it doesn't really go any further than that. People in, in football typically aren't like that. Right. Uh, if baseball, Tom Brady went to another team, the amount of people who stopped wearing a Patriots jersey probably wouldn't be that many. Right. Yeah. Um, and with baseball, baseball doesn't have a, tons of them. Um, I can't really think of one player right now who's not um, a foreigner, uh, and I'll get to my comic <laughs> comment for that in a reason. 
who, if I knew they were playing, oh man, I got I got to go watch this game. Um, you know what I mean? Like right, right. You know, I, I know these small market towns um, when their team plays the Yankees or the Red Sox or the flip side the Dodgers, people are going to go watch them because oh, I want to see the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't. I can't remember. I think the last player in baseball. Randy Johnson, when I was a kid, like he was just such a he was such a big deal. If he pitched, people yeah. wanted to go see. Right. Um, I mean, the comment because right. there's people like uh, like the Angels show Otani. Yeah, someone um, you you you've heard about, but you don't. The mystery is there, so you well, want to see. Not really it. him, but like because uh, we're playing in America, um, and he's from Japan. He was successful over there. Now he's here. Uh, he has a f- everywhere he goes when he's playing. Like the the Japanese culture will come out to watch for that play. game. Okay, we, I see we, what you mean by you, that. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that follows. I mean, that's I think that's a, a, a what you would call it it's to the to the rule, whatever you want to call well, it. Well, but that's just because those are guys. Those are people who have never had someone in the game, sort of. Right. And there's yes. an opportunity for them. That was the thing with Yao Ming when Yao Ming came to the Rockets. Right. The Chinese there was I mean the Chinese population in Houston was always there, but all of a sudden right. they were involved in the sports he marketing did so much. Um, and how much? And how much? Chinese marketing did the Rockets suddenly get involved in? They make in. so much money over there. They do. And well, he doesn't even play anymore, no. but China is still a fan of the Rockets. Right, and, and like, you'll be the ninth guy on the Rockets and you'll have a Chinese shoe deal. Yeah, it's be- crazy. I mean, because of Yao Ming. And Steve Francis went over there mm-hmm. and, and did well. Absolutely, they loved him, but the reason they knew him was because of Yao, Yao Ming. Ming. Um, uh, but no, as, we, as we were watching, um, and we see James Harden effortlessly Make these crazy suddenly shots. Suddenly it's a one-point like game Like, shooting again. the ball is such a finesse thing. And so I, I made the comment to you. Um, it, I love basketball because it's not like PEDs can make you a better basketball player. Right. You, right. Can, you can take uh, steroids and PEDs in baseball and crush balls and play mm-hmm. better. Football, I mean, it happens all the time. The one thing you don't want to be on a basketball court, and a lot of times, is stronger. Right. It's yeah. so, like, watching those, like, this is so great because here's a sport where, like, I mean, what drugs can really make you better? At this <laughs> it's game? shooting and like it's the energy and it's stamina. The one thing you don't want is to just be all power. And no, I mean, I'm gonna just you know, this is a story that will have no translation into NBA basketball. <laughs> but like as a kid, I remember being in high school and playing basketball tons, mm-hmm. and I was a really good player. But then when football season would come around and we'd have to bulk up and I get stronger, like I'd lose my shot because yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So like you see the kids playing basketball in high school; they're the most unathletic looking kids on the court, it's, but they. Can shoot a ball in a hoop. It's it's hilarious because James Harden looks very. Uh, he looks like a Walmart greeter. Yeah, a little bit. Like even though even listen right now he promoter. is he is locked in to this game and he cares. He's shooting and he's doing well. He looks very disinterested even right now. Yeah. Like even right now he looks like like if someone was like James we're gonna go to Golden Corral you coming by he'd be like yeah yeah sure. probably yeah wanna, yeah let me finish let, this real let quick let me hit a four point play real quick yeah hang on we got five point six seconds hang on I let need me to do drop this a three right here to tie the game but then, yeah I got you yeah then we'll go we'll go after this well they made this game interesting that's for sure they really did so right here with a minute left um what do you think of their chances five seconds left man well, no a minute left with us oh um I mean. If I'm the Rockets and I have James Harden and I'm down by three, I feel like I'm in the game. Not this game, the the playoffs. You oh, Goober. the playoffs. Yeah, um, they're the three seed. They'll probably they'll probably catch the Warriors round two. Are the Warriors the one seed or the two seed? They're the one seed. Then they'll catch them in the championship. The one seed gets the four five. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Two you're seed. Right, yeah. Um, my my bet is they lose to the Golden State in six. So in, in same the, in the Western Conference. Finals. So same thing again. Even if yep. Chris Paul's healthy. Yep. If that were to happen, 
that would then like ruin everyone's argument that Chris Paul was the reason we didn't win. Right? Last no, year. yeah. I mean, I, I, this this team to me is different than last year's team. I liked last year's team. Last this year's team is team not better. as defensively strong. No, I like yeah. last year's team way better. Yeah. Um, we got to jump out to a break. We so do. There's my. Do. I'm, I'm picking Golden State and six over the Rockets in the Western Conference Finals. There you go. We'll be back with more ball control. Nerd like sports. <laughs> The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is now officially open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. This Saturday, they have Yu-Gi-Oh! And next Saturday, they've got Pokemon, and those are going to alternate every weekend after that. And coming up next week, check out Hellboy Day on March 23rd with freebies available, including Hellboy buttons, bookmarks, amongst other things. Make sure to make this place your new store and open a pool box with The Adventure Begins. They're offering a 10% discount for a limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. So if you're an X-Men guy, they'll hold your X-Men for you. So get on 1488 and enter the Nerdvana you deserve where The Adventure Begins. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Right, right now. Like, whoa. Welcome back to more Nerd Thug Sports. This is Corey DLG, and with me... The this, Captain Joey yeah, Savage! Yeah, not Little Brother Nico. I'm so much better than him <laughs> when it comes to talking. <laughs> <laughs> Nico Nico has a great role on this show because it's he, I go to him like I pitch the question to him and then he gives me like a 30 second answer and then I do like a 10 minute explanation yeah, I was about to say um, <laughs> I haven't I mean, I'm going to be honest I haven't caught a lot of the uh, Nerd Thug Sports mm, shows mm, that hurts a little bit um, it, but the, the few that I have it's a lot of hey Nico what do you think about this well you know I think that's great and then it's <laughs> 10 minutes of a soliloquy of Corey DLG <laughs> that's what you should name your, your blog right there Ten minutes of soliloquy, yeah, with Corey DLG. It all rhymes. It's uh, it's nerds around town on Sports Map. Make sure you check it out. Nerds around town. Yeah, uh, we do a lot of fun stuff with there, and we also I I try and include nice things. I lead off with the good deed of the day every nice. day. Can I say something right here? Yeah. Can I talk about my friend the Nerd Ninja over at Cox ATA Martial yeah, Arts? Yeah, go ahead. So uh, the Nerd Ninja, <laughs> Cox ATA Martial Arts. That's right. He's got two convenient locations. Did you know this? There's I one did. in Conroe, and there's one in Magnolia. That's right. Um, they teach. They are the leader. I'm sorry, the leader of ATA Martial Arts in North Houston with those two locations. Yeah. Uh, they teach all kinds of self-defense. They teach Tai Chi, which is not really Taekwondo, but it's its own thing. They have an adult um, workout class. It's also like a self-defense class. Uh, they've got programs, unless you're three, or as Nico would say now, 163. That's right. Uh, they've got a little bit of everything for everybody. I believe he's just counting on living forever. He's not. Um, but they've got they've got everything there. Uh, if you mention Nerd Thug Radio or Nerd Thug Sports when you go in there, 
They'll give you two free weeks of training, so it's a good way for you to try it out, see if you like it. Uh, not to mention, here coming up on April the 6th or the 7th. I don't know which date is a Saturday. I guess I should look at that. I think that's the 6th. I think I should look at that. Because April this, 6th. Yeah, because the 7th is WrestleMania. April, oh, is it really? It is. Oh, I can't wait for that date. Yeah. April the 6th is going to be hosted by Cox ATA. The Lone Star Championship. Oh, that's right. And Nerd Thug Sports, yeah. featuring the Captain Joey Savage, will be on location recording the show, interviewing some martial arts athletes. That's right. Watching some stiff competition, seeing some of the top competitors in the world. One's name might be Sadie Savage. Ooh. I don't know, but we'll be there. <laughs> but as always, you can find the Nerd Ninja at Cox ATA. Look them up on Facebook. Find the, our Facebook page. We tag them a lot. But at Cox ATA, we build leaders, we teach life skills, and we leave a legacy. That's the longest promo I've ever done for you. Him. you and that was your most professional one. It was. It was really yeah, good, right? Yeah, I'm proud of you. When Nerd Thug Radio comes around, I'm a whole different person. I know. But here, I'm sports savage. Good old phone it in Joe, usually. I'm sports savage. Uh, we did a lot of NBA there. Do you want to finish up with the NBA? Do you want to move on to the NFL? What do you want to um, do here? What I want to do is I want to ask you a question. Okay. All right. Um, as I was, we were watching the game, and it was... Fourth quarter, four seconds left. James Harden had hit, hit three free throws to tie the game. Mm-hmm. And so it got me thinking, what do you think is the most stressful thing in sports? And I'm going to give you three scenarios, and you're going to decide. You ready? Okay. Is it one second left on the clock, you're down by one, and you've got to hit two free throws? Is it B, you're down by one, and you've got to kick a 35-yard field goal to win the game. Is it C, the game is tied, there's a runner on third, and you're up to bat? Which Um, one's most stressful, you think? Now, hitting a baseball is one of the hardest things in sports. Uh, that's, That's something that... All okay. athletes I'll switch it up. universally agree with. I'll switch it up. But I don't think it's necessarily the most stressful. Okay, I'll switch it up then. Okay. You're up by one. Okay. There's two outs. You come into the game as a relief pitcher. The bases are loaded. You have to get one guy out to win okay. the game. Um, honestly, I think the field goal is perhaps the most stressful so? moment to be in in sports. Because there's 11 guys coming at you? There's not only that, but your team doesn't really like you. Do you think so? Yeah, the the kicker, uh, they could cut a kicker in a heartbeat, and no one on the team would go. That's my guy. Unless you're Adam Vinatieri. Yeah, but Adam Vinatieri has so many Super Bowl rings and big moments in his career that. But even that, he doesn't have that many. Super but Bowl even rings. that, like, I don't feel like the other guys are like when they're at practice and Adam Vinatieri's there chugging a water bottle. I don't feel like they don't. I don't think they think he's part of the team. I, yeah, I would. Yeah, kicker. I mean, that's your only job is to kick field goals, right? But on top of that, you can win or lose the game for them. Right? And no matter what, no matter what happens, unless you win, they're mad at you. Shooting, if, I, I, I was watching him shoot the free throw, and I was like, man, like you've got no one's blocking you. Right. No one's around you. The whole stadium, if you're, if you're home, they're silent. If you're away, they're cheering. All you have to do is shoot this little ball in the hole, and there's like no pressure around you. It's just you. But it's all in your head there. Yeah, And right. sports is so mental. But I just honestly, I think the kicker, the kicker in the NFL is such a bizarre situation. Like, the pitchers, at least there's, like, ten of them hanging out in the bullpen together doing stuff. Right, but, like, with the free throw, too, it's like, okay, if you miss the free throw, it's like, yeah, you missed the free throw, but you did score 44 points this game. Exactly. The field goal, it's like, you had one job to kick a ball through. The That's it. Like, right. you, if you went four for five and they lost by one point, you would be, and, and, like, you're on the field when the game is over, 
you're why they lost. Yeah. The media is crushing you. Cody, po- po- poor Cody Parkey. Um, they wound up changing that, that last one to a block. Because oh, yeah. when they, in slow-mo, someone does get a piece of it, the Chicago Bears kicker. He took a lot of heat. He took a lot of heat. They wound up cutting him. He's gone. They hired, they, they hired another kicker. And they took dead cap money to get rid of him. That's how that's, much they don't want him that's around. Insane. Um, but the reality is... I would say field goal, too. Because even with with uh, the pitcher, right? It's like, okay, yeah. well, you came into the game. You didn't load the bases. Right. Um, yes, it's, now, we I do know... Um, uh, I have a friend who was a former Major League bullpen reliever. And he hated the pressure situation of coming on with people on base yeah, because it changed his responsibilities. And it's not something that they usually – pitchers are very routine. And so even though you practice it, it's it's not a routine thing to keep looking for third and keep looking for third and keep looking for third. You know what I mean? It is really crazy how routine it is with pitchers because you'll notice um, – and you'll see it more, I think, in like the playoff games. But like closers, right? Yeah. Closers are, are high intensity. They're mm-hmm. used to coming into the game – High intensity, one batter, two batter, three batters out, one batter, two batter out. If something ever happens and they come into the game and then they have to go sit back down, they come out that second inning, it's a different It is. It is. And it's because there's more commercials in the playoffs and a lot of times there's longer things going on. And so, yeah, it's it's really hard. Their rhythm is totally off. And um, the reality of the situation is that when they get into those pressure moments, everything is unique. Yeah. And that's pitchers are all about the repetition because they they're going to throw a thousand times. Yeah. They're going to get up on the mound. You know, baseball's a hundred and sixty-two game season, so a reliever is going to go out there ninety-five times, seventy-five times. So they don't worry necessarily about each one individual yeah, yeah. unit of occurrence. But a kicker, there's only sixteen games. the The kicker is never really part of the team, and so to me, the whole the whole situation is unique. That's why every NFL player is like. Kickers are crazy. Kickers are crazy. And it's because they're never they're detached from everything, so nobody ever interacts with them or knows them. So the only right. time you see them except the long snapper and the holder. That's it. They have two friends that they that they deal with the whole season. And that's it. Like so yeah, it's a much more because you know like the first time I have a bad performance is probably my last game here. Yeah. I um I uh I love so we were talking about baseball a little bit. Um you know, people talk a little about home field advantage and that kind of stuff. I love the little nuances um, with baseball and like the bullpens as we're talking. Yeah. So, in Houston, for instance, uh, you'll see the visitors' bullpen is out in the Crawford boxes next to it. It's boxed in. Yeah. There's no air conditioner in there. <laughs> There's none. That's so messed. They're up. boxed in to it's... where the Astros are out in right center field, open air. Yeah. Stadium. They get it. There's no. There's no AC in there. Um. I was listening on my way back from Florida, and I'd like to talk about this if we have time in the next segment about spring training. Okay. Uh, but on my way home, I like to listen to podcasts now when I drive. Okay. Uh, so I was listening to a baseball one, and it was uh, the catcher for the Twins. And it was from last year, and it was the Astros and Twins, and it was like butt cold in Minnesota. <laughs> and so the guy's talking about how butt cold it is and all this stuff. And like uh, the Minnesota guy, he was uh, he was like, oh, yeah, we have to get this little room that walks off and, like, our guys would go in there and, like, stay warm and stuff. <laughs> it's like there's not that on the opposite side. <laughs> um, just the little bitty things like that that the normal fan or normal person doesn't, doesn't see. Yeah. But when the stadium's built, it's built in that way. It, yeah, it's on purpose. They want people to. Yeah. It's like uh, there was a college who forever the visiting locker room was painted pink. Yeah. And, it, and they were just trying. And all they were wanted to do was get them to think softer tones. So they wanted to get in their head a little bit. 
Uh, one thing about teams traveling, sports teams, and it only affects certain leagues more. Um, it's just something totally different, but same t- concept. It's a little nuanced thing. Uh, certain states like Tennessee, yeah, charge a professional athlete tax. Oh, really? Where like if you if you if you only play, and it's like it only affects visiting teams. So okay. it's like if you only play less than twelve games in the state of Tennessee, you have to pay them like a day tax of like eighteen dollars or something <laughs> to play up to be a professional athlete in the state of Tennessee. Because apparently, I think they license all their athletes, and then so yeah. like the Memphis Grizzlies. They go and they like the team handles it for them, obviously. But they right. get like a professional athlete waiver to earn income as an athlete in the state of Tennessee. That's crazy. So then, like, if you if you're the Rockets and you're playing the Grizzlies, because you only play them, you only play in the state like five times. You got to pay the state. You have to pay. Bucks. Yeah, you got to pay like five times eighteen. I love the the little nuances of, of sports. Uh, I was I'll close with this since we're running out of time. I was uh, reading an article and I was telling this to Ali Savage. Um, so the Chicago White Sox just signed uh, their top prospect who a has never played a major league game in his life <laughs> okay to a five or six year deal worth like 65 million he's never played a pro game on the big stage at all but 65 million for five years uh, but one of the things they did in camp is they sent him they designated him to the minors and they're leaving them him there for like three weeks yeah yeah so that they say he needs a little bit more time to get ready for the big leagues but all that really does is that delays everything. Delays his um, year, his years of service. Yeah, and so now this year won't count as a full year of service. Right. So it p- pushes his free agency date back, back one. So after even after this contract, if he's still too young or too has too few years of service, he'll have to play one more year on arbitration. So the crazy thing about baseball, it's so weird. Like you, you really aren't a free agent until you've gotten five years of major league service. Right. Um, you're not considered like you can't sign like a free agent contract, which means a lot of people are 27 or 28. When right. They, yeah. Like, uh, for instance, AJ Reed, he's a first baseman for the Astros in the minor system. Hasn't played. I don't think a full season, um, in the big leagues, but he's a 28. So if he ever gets to the big roster, like next year, he'll still be under contract for like five years. Well, uh, it depends on like where his cutoffs were, but yeah, it'll be like somewhere like yeah, he'll, he'll have three or four years. Yeah, three or four. Yeah, exactly. And then it's so crazy, but like they get on to him about the media gets on to those guys. Like, just we know you're delaying him three weeks so that he doesn't get a full yeah. season. Like, just say it. But uh, yeah, it's I, I love those nuances. But Corey, let's jump out to a break. When we come back, um, I'll talk about spring training. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. This is Nerd Thug Sports. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. The Adventure Begins. Comics, games, and more is now officially open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. 
This Saturday, they have Yu-Gi-Oh! And next Saturday, they've got Pokemon, and those are going to alternate every weekend after that. And coming up next week, check out Hellboy Day on March 23rd with freebies available, including Hellboy buttons, bookmarks, amongst other things. Make sure to make this place your new store and open a pool box with The Adventure Begins. They're offering a 10% discount for a limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. So if you're an X-Men guy, they'll hold your X-Men for you. So get on 1488 and enter the Nerdvana you deserve where the adventure begins. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. What's up, Conroe? You got more Nerd Thug Sports coming your way right now. This is cool. DLG, and with me today, the captain, the Joey Savage, reigning captain of them all. I don't, I don't like Joey Savage. You're probably at least second place in captains. I'm okay with that. There's captain, a lot of captain America, Captain America, Captain Joey Savage, and then well, Captain Morgan's probably ahead then of you. Captain Morgan, so now you're third. Captain Morgan. Underpants. I'm two, bro. Out of all the captains in the world, if I'm in the top five, I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm not a greedy person. Ca- Captain Planet. So now you're fourth. No, he's not even around anymore. Uh, Don Cheadle would disagree. Um, okay. Let's see. Just read the ad. I, I just if I read can think ad. of another, I, I'll, I'll let you ad. know. Uh, let's see. if a captain works here, you're behind these guys. Uh, the Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is now officially open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. This Saturday, they've got Yu-Gi-Oh! going on. No, they've got... Wait, what's what's the date? What's the date? Today is March 20th. Today's March 20th? they got Pokemon going on this weekend. Yeah. Next weekend, they got Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon! Pokemon! They're alternating the weeks. This I week, it's going to be Pokemon. Gosh, Next week, a Yu-Gi-Oh! Nice place. It really is. Ugh. Well-lit, large, tons of room. Uh, coming up next week, or coming up this week, this Friday... Hellboy Day, March 23rd. I know. I posted on the social media page. I There's going to be freebies. Uh, they got everything from buttons and bookmarks and all kinds of other things. They're going to run out of them at some point, so make sure you get there early and get them. Get there fast, boys. Uh, make sure to make this place your new nerd store and open a pull box with The Adventure Begins because they are offering a 10% discount for a limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your box. So what that means is when you have a pull box, as long as you go at least once a month, you're going to be getting 10% off for as long as your box exists. As long as it exists. Now, they're not going to be offering the 10% forever. As soon as, they, as soon as they're happy with how many people they got, they're going to drop the 10% and just be doing pull boxes as regular price. So this discount you could have forever could save you thousands of dollars, but it's only for a limited time. So get in there limited as soon as you can. Time. Go to The Adventure Begins. Get that box open. Uh, next Tuesday night, they're having their midnight release of Batman 1000. They're gonna be partying all night long. All night long. That's gonna be next. That's gonna be Tuesday night coming up. Uh, so make sure you go on fourteen eighty eight and enter the Nerdvana you deserve, where the adventure begins. Such a cool place. When we first started talking to them, I wasn't so sure about the name. Yeah. Then, as I was writing like ad copy, trying to come up with what we're gonna do for him, I was like, "This, this works. Is, this is the best name ever. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good name. It's a really, really good name. It, like it lends itself to everything. It makes it way easy." They also have a rewards program. Did you know that? Uh, I heard them talking about it. I haven't gotten to go I'm over a, it with I'm Chaz. A member. You are. You already yeah, signed so up. So it's okay. like every ten dollars you get, you get like a reward point, and then you can okay. stack those. And oh, stuff. that's kind of nice. Uh, I'm a member because I bought stuff. Good for you. Yeah. Thanks. Well, we're gonna uh, we're gonna start having more people on, doing a lot of more interviews and stuff. And Chaz is gonna be one of those guys. We're gonna get him in here. 
Uh, uh, Chaz, he's a good character. Right? He, he is. He's cool, and uh, I want to. I want to get him on. And I, so we're we're talking behind the scenes of doing we'll extended interviews yep. and, and packaging those, and kind of trying to find a way to release them. And I want to have a really long one with him because I he's got a kind of a cool story. Former former rock band. Yeah. I mean, his own radio show too. I mean, so he's a cool, cool dude. Stuff. Get out there to the adventure begins. <laughs> get out there Friday. It's gonna be Hellboy Day, or next Tuesday. It's gonna be. Uh, I don't know what they're calling it, Batman, but it's a midnight release. It's going to be a lot of fun. Get out there, have a good time with those guys. I think the best time to go to somewhere is an event because then you really get like, a, oh, they're into it. Yeah. Uh, and these guys these guys are going all out. They're having a lot of fun. Bill's a really nice guy. He's the owner. So go out there and have a good time. Are you ready to get into the reason you brought me on the show today? Uh, Actually, I brought you here to fire you. You can't fire me. As as I said, I'm HR. I'm the CEO. You're the captain, the CFO, but I'm the admiral. The CFO, <laughs> the CEO. And you know what's funny? Sole owner, <laughs> sole proprietor. Is when we were setting everything up, the lady was like, well, you need paperwork if you guys are both going to be in a partnership. And we both were like, oh, and you paperwork. Said, Just <laughs> give it to them. <laughs> and boom. That's the story. So now, I so now everything's in your name. That's how I became the sole proprietor of Nerd Thug. Entertainment. It's literally because you went first. It was even my money. I had to get money out of the yep. ATM to do it. And I was just like, I don't want to sign something right now. You do it. <laughs> I did it. So I'd like to bring to you sports fans here. Yeah. What do you got? 2019 spring training Houston Astros report. Okay. He's been bragging about this trip now forever. So let's just let him get it over with, guys. <laughs> so the reason that I was um, on va- vacation. This was, was like a life dream of yours, right? Like bucket yeah. list stuff? Yeah, this is bucket list stuff. So what's great so far is this year alone, um, Ali Savage and I have both crossed things off our bucket list in a three-week span. The Grand Canyon and now spring training. But I thought she wanted to push you in the Grand no, no, Canyon. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Do you think she could survive without me? Um, as I, much as she like <laughs> wants to like push me off, like her life would be the pits. Um, but yes, I've wanted to go to spring training uh, probably since I was like three years old, honestly. Because you've been... Like I, we always, everyone, we all say we're fans of stuff. You have been a, a, a real baseball fan for, for a long time, ever. That it is something that does run in your family. Your mom, she watches every single Astros game. Yeah, I mean forever. Um, so we made the trip. Um, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'm going to preface it with this. Okay, go. A, if you're a baseball fan at all of the Astros or any any uh, any any sport or not any sport, any baseball team. Yeah, you need to go to spring training. It's kind of a different thing, right? It's a different feel. Um, and I'll follow with this. So, Ali Savage, Sadie Savage, while they like baseball and they like to watch Willie Savage play and they like to go to games, um, not big fans of watching it on TV as much as, as I am. Yeah. Um, after day one, they had so much fun. The two of them, <laughs> not me and Willie, the two of them already began plans to go again next year. Look at that. Um, so, yeah, you if you're a fan of all, you've got to get down to spring training. So it's in the Astros are in West Palm Beach. It's one of the newer facilities. Okay. Uh, they share it with the Nationals. Uh, I believe this is the second year. One of the nicest facilities. It's cheap to get into the games. But beyond that, I was telling um, – we talked about a bunch um, – the, Is it like cheap, like hot dogs and all that too? Like everything's yeah. affordable? Oh, so, okay, how much – at Minute Maid, I think I think how it's, much is a it, slice of pizza at Minute Maid? I'm pretty sure you're spending twenty bucks to get to get almost anything in a drink. Six bucks for a slice of pizza. See, that's a lot better. Um, that's a lot and, better. And you know what? We were there last Thursday or the Thursday and Friday. Fridays they have happy hour, so craft beer was like two bucks for like two hours. <laughs> Donezo, right? Um, I got a craft draft beer for ten dollars to where a twenty five ounce can of Bud Light at the regular stadium is ten dollars. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, it's reasonably priced. Fifteen bucks you sit on the lawn. 
it's great. Even like the the stadium seating is uh, is not expensive, but so they've got a huge field in the middle. It's called mm-hmm. Fit Team Park. Okay. Um, the Nationals and the Astros they share it, but then beyond 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 behind that is their whole practice facility. They've literally got a fourplex of fields behind there, and then they've got two other fields next to that, double batting cages, and then they've got a field that's just an infield to work on. It's like baseball central. Right. So the first day we get there, the game was at 1 o'clock that day. Uh, we showed up at 9 a.m. Uh, so at 9 a.m. we get there. You watch them. They go through all their workouts. Uh, you see them um, over there. They're hitting the batting cages, and they get on the field. They do some stuff. Uh, and the great thing, and one of the things that I didn't, as big of a baseball fan as I am, um, the entire single, double, triple, everyone's there. So you're talking about the whole organization. 150 players. The whole organization's there. That's crazy. Right? That's the crazy. whole org- So you know during spring training they bring more guys than uh, than usual. Yeah. Because they're giving guys looks and they're whatever. I mean, the Astros, I'm pretty sure their they're field players were already set. Yeah, uh, but, but you they, never. I mean, some guy but, might break in. You never. But know. But what's what's fun is, and what I, I didn't I didn't realize even knowing is the um, so like the Astros minor league, their single A and their double A teams are there. Well, the first day the Marlins came in, well, they also brought single double A squads, so they played on the fields behind the big guys at the same time. So everyone's playing. So like it was like uh, Josh Reddick plays left field, right field for the Astros. Um, the day we were there, the first game. He was playing in the minor league game behind us, getting some reps at first base. Huh. Um, so they're doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, autographs, like, central, man. Like, you're sitting there. They're talking to you. Um, you can get real up and close and personal. Now, the bigger guys, um, you know, they're not as easy to get to the autographs. Uh, but we got real sly. <laughs> and you know, they leave around the third or fourth inning. And so you see where their parking lot is. There's a walkway, so you just hang out there. And as they, as they get in the car, they'll sign autographs. So, I mean, you're talking Carlos Correa, Jose Altuve, Chris, or not Chris, um, Alex Bregman, um, guys like that, the, the big guys, all their autographs. That's really all their cool, autographs. man. But then even, like, the, the guys, like, I know a lot of the, the minor league guys. Yeah. So, while everybody was watching the uh, the big guys, me and Willie go over, we're watching guys uh, like A.J. Reed, who's a... Uh, had, he's had over 100 bats in the major leagues, but never been on a full season. Right. Him, Miles Straw, uh, Nick Tantalou, uh Jordan Alvarez, some of the bigger names. So, in like, the minor Gen league. 2. Yeah, of the some Astros. of the, the up and coming guys, they're hitting. So, we're watching them as they come off. You know, Miles, he goes to hit. I'm like, dude, hey, can we get an autograph? He's like, you know what, man? I got to go hit, but I will come right back here when I'm done and I'll do the autograph. <laughs> I said, all right, dude, I'm going to be right here waiting for you. And uh, he walks over and does it. Uh, AJ Reed comes over and he's like, they're just crushing balls. And um, and Willie goes up to him. He's like, man, I, I ask him. I said, man, you're crushing balls back there. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm really working hard at it. M- mind you, he's hit over 100 home runs in the minor leagues over the last, like, three seasons. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, Willie's like, well, how, do you, how do you hit so hard? He's like, practice, man. You got to practice, practice, practice. So here's my seven-year-old asking a, a pro ball player. That's kind of a cool moment. Uh, questions. You know, Bregman's talking to everybody. He's great. Uh, but what's really cool. Did Bregman tell you he's rich? He hadn't signed it yet. That's true. You're yeah, right. You're right. He signed, signed it. it yeah. Um, so we're watching the big game, right? And about the fifth inning, all the stars leave. Yeah. Um, and that's got to be interesting too. Like they, they, they okay, just leave. You, you see him leaving. <laughs> yeah, you see him leaving. Um, and Nick Tantalou, who tore it up for the Astros, we got his autograph before he was playing. He was done too. I was like, okay, there's not really anybody that I'm just dying to see, and I can right. see the minor league game behind us. So we walk out. Let's go watch over there. So we walk out, and uh, no one's really over there watching them like except for like two or three people 
And uh, so, okay, cool. And there's uh, Kyle Tucker, who is our number one prospect, is out there playing. I was like, hey, guys, it'd be a good chance to try to get his, his autograph. Like, he's going to yeah. be big one day. Well, he skirts off and goes away. So we're just kind of sitting there. Everybody's walking one way. Well, this guy comes walking up. I was like, oh, look, this is Alex Degatti, who minor league player, not many people, you know, the yeah. average fan doesn't know him. He literally walked straight up to William, the young Willie Savage. He's like, hey, man, you want my bat? And what? William's like, what? Oh, yeah, like he had cracked his bat, so it was no good anymore. So he hands it to him, and he's like, will you sign it? He's like, and he got excited. Like, <laughs> so you know, he signs the bat, great. Well, the next day we see him again, and I have a baseball. I'm like, hey, Alex, man, can I get an autograph for the ball? He comes over, he's like, yeah, dude, he needs a ball to go with the bat you gave him. And he got all excited. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, man, I'm glad you liked it. Uh, but just like cool stuff like that, you're seeing, you're seeing next-gen guys play. Um, and just access to the players. But, yeah, you're never – when I tell people in uh, – tell people they need to go down there is you're never going to have this kind of intimate interaction with these big stars like you do in this setting right because right. He, the games they're some, they're they're playing right um lance mccullers jr tommy john Sager, he's out all year he comes out and starts like shooting baskets on a basketball who <laughs> not a great basketball player by the way i mean um, the guy's only got one elbow but it was it was super fun uh we gotta jump out to a break because i ran over here you did um i got one or two funny stories i'll tell you about some of the guys we interacted with and then we'll talk uh some big money deals that have happened. Does that sound good to you? Sounds good. That's uh, Nerdic Sports. The Adventure Begins. Comics, games, and more is now officially open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. This Saturday, they have Yu-Gi-Oh! And next Saturday, they've got Pokemon, and those are going to alternate every weekend after that. And coming up next week, check out Hellboy Day on March 23rd with freebies available, including Hellboy buttons, bookmarks, amongst other things. Make sure to make this place your new store and open a pool box with The Adventure Begins. They're offering a 10% discount for a limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. So if you're an X-Men guy, they'll hold your X-Men for you. So get on 1488 and enter the nerd Vana you deserve where the adventure begins. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills. We build leaders. We leave a legacy. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Sports on this gorgeous, gorgeous Thursday. Um, yeah, so we're coming up here on the final segment. This is Corey DLG, and with me as usual is... The Captain Joey Savage. Surprise yeah. appearance. Yeah! You're hearing us on 104.5, 106.1, the sister station. Did you say Fight the Madness? Fight the Madness! Just stealing people's No, bits. that's mine. I created and that And then one. streaming worldwide on IR Lone Star. Worldwide! <laughs> 
Fight the Madness is mine. I came up with that one. I don't think so. I did. I, did. I feel like right now there's a guy selling T-shirts that say Fight the Madness. <laughs> there's a guy selling T-shirts with anything anybody's ever said. Good answer. Somewhere. <laughs> uh, so real quick, two quick stories, and uh, let's jump into some of these big contracts that have happened. Okay. Um, so one guy, there were two guys all weekend I saw sign nothing while we were there. Um, George Springer was signing nothing for nobody. What's that about? So literally at one point... Uh, everyone's doing their own thing, and so it's me and Willie, and we're by this one uh, batting cage. There's no one in the batting cage yet. Uh, and there's this older couple next to us that we met from Galveston. Uh-huh. She's wearing a George Springer jersey. Uh, George is walking down, and I'm like, hey, George, can you sign a ball uh, for my son here? And no, doesn't acknowledge me. Just keep head down. Uh, and then the lady's like, come on, George, I'm wearing your jersey. He's like, he looks up and says, oh, cool, great, thanks, and then just runs into the cage. <laughs> Like, I get it. They're getting <laughs> harassed and, and hounded for, like, three weeks while they're there. But, like, this is part of your job now. Like, the reason you make millions is, I mean, as great of a baseball player you are, yeah, one of the real reasons you're making millions is the fans. Yeah, you're 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 an ambassador. Once you're right. signed to these things, you are an ambassador. And I don't believe, I don't believe the athletes, quote-unquote, owe fans anything. But part of spring training, and just like you're telling those stories, yeah. the reality is part of spring training is... They could have it anywhere on the planet. They could go to nowhere in Nebraska where yeah. nine people are. Because purposely go to Florida to to interact with people on spring break. They're literally, if they play a game, they're playing three innings. Yeah. Some days they don't even play, so they go. They have to get there at eight. They work out. They do their thing. Sometimes they're done by one. It's it's a fan opportunity thing. thing and so he wasn't signing anything. Okay. Uh, Yuli Gurriel was signing nothing at all either. That's like he's not that he's not important enough. That's uh, that's rude. So here, so check it out. Uh, so the last day we were there was a Friday, and uh, they played a late game, and so he played. He leaves. So we're sitting there. So it's kind of dark, and they've got the the normal gate where we went through the day before is locked, but there's still like a big enough hole where you can put anything through to get autographed. Right. Um. So some guys had come through there, and we had we had gotten their autographs or whatever. So Yuli comes walking down, head down, not listening. Some guys are like saying, um, you know, trying to get his attention. And so Ali Savage is like, Yuli, come on, can you sign something for the kid? And so he's like, like reluctantly, he walks over. So we had this Astros pennant, right? And uh-huh. So one side is Astros logo and stuff, the other side is white. He takes it, purposely folds it over to the white side, <laughs> signs his name on the white side, and then walks off and talks to nobody else. Wow. It's like, you know what? That's a win. That is a win. Uh, and then the last story I got here, then we'll get going. Uh, Max Stassi, who will be, uh, by all means, the backup catcher uh, on the squad this year. Okay. Um, Friday was his birthday. We're down there. So he's walking to the back. He's like, hey, Max, can you come sign something? He's like, man, I really got to get to the cage. Like, all right, cool, man. You know what? Have a great birthday. He's like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks. And so then um, they go to get on the field. So we go on the other side. He's walking back. He's like, hey, Max, you got a chance now? He's like, man, I, got, I really got to the field. He's like, all right, cool, man. Have a good birthday. And he looks over, and he's like, all right, thanks, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> so as he's walking off, so people are – there's a lot of people around. I was like, hey, Max, come on, real quick. You're not playing today. You, can you sign for the kids? He's like – he looks up. He's like, no, I can't, man. He looks up, and he sees me, and he, like – it's like gives me, like, kind of the head nod. All right, man, I can sign two things. So he comes <laughs> over, he signs a ball for Willie, signs a ball for Sadie, and then walks off, talks to nobody else. Like, had I not just, like, happy birthdayed him, like, the whole day, probably never would have happened. It, it was great stuff, man. It was, it was really cool. That's funny, though. Um, So Major League Baseball, they made some new millionaires. They did. They made some new very wealthy millionaires. Couple, a couple. Machado got uh, what well, he actually got Machado exactly 
three fifty. It's right? a straight up money deal. He's yeah. playing in San Diego. By all means, have not been competitive. No, since I don't know when. And as a matter of fact, a couple people basically said when he signed, there were a couple other teams that were like, "We know we were close, but that was the most money." And so it looks like that's what he was looking for. Which, listen, by all means, get your money. Because the baseball teams are going to move you around. They're going to trade you. They're going to dump you. You know, They're going to do whatever they got to do. But your money's guaranteed once you sign the contract. So sign the biggest contract possible. Uh, you know, the uh, 10-year, $300 million for Machado. Okay. And then Bryce Harper got 12 years, 350 uh, I'm going to double-check it right I think here. It's, I think it was 350 Sounds about right. Um, um, so Bryce Harper, um, the Phillies uh, made kind of a late push um, last year. I feel like to really like get better. They've got, but they had the most going into the offseason. They had the most money to spend. Well, and and so there's not a salary cap now. There's a luxury tax in baseball, and so I think what you mean by that is their payroll was the lowest. From the luxury tax. Yeah, they had the most money to spend um, on on players. And spend, they did. They signed a few other guys, And their too. team has gotten a lot better. They they signed Andrew McCutcheon, who played with the Yankees last year. He's going to be their starting left fielder, which is an upgrade from they had the year before. Is that the former Pirate, right? Pirate, yeah. I did like him, um, He's going to be their leadoff guy, left fielder. Their left fielder was Reese Hoskins, who now moves to first base, which is his natural position. Big win for them. They traded for the kid from Miami, uh, JT Rilamuto, who's yep. like the best young catcher in the game. Uh, they made a few other deals. Uh, they got a, a pitcher here and there, and then. But but to Bryce be clear, Harper. you don't you don't think that they're you don't think that they're even what top three in the in their in their league? Oh yeah, definitely now. They're I mean I mean they they've got a legitimate chance now. Um, they're gonna win. The, they can win the East. You think so? The Braves won the East last year, to really not a whole lot of competition, um, and the Phillies are gonna push them. They're gonna push them this year, but do you think? Do you think that they? I think they did enough this year to where you. I mean, even look at the Vegas odds. Their odds once they signed Harper and Rilamuto went tremendously up. I think the Braves, who they they signed Josh Donaldson, who yeah, they kind of they kind of stayed pat, but I think they felt like they they could. They could. Yeah, um, I don't. I think the Phillies did enough to push them, so it's gonna be fun. Okay, um, and then Mike Trout turned. Turns right around twelve years, four hundred and fifty million. Uh, just absolutely destroying the Bryce Harper numbers. But I wonder. We were talking about this. I wonder how much is quote unquote real money. Yeah, that's gonna be a big one. Because thirteen year, three thirty for Bryce. Thirteen years, three thirty. So the reason I ask that question is Bryce Harper came forward, and team baseball is notorious for this. Baseball right. does this more than any other sport. Baseball is because most base money in baseball is guaranteed. Well, yes, the baseball contracts are all guaranteed, aside from where there's options in it. But the options are very well delineated. Like 2019, uh, for Machado, three years in, I think he has a player option where he yeah. could just leave after the first three years if he wants. Um, so Bryce Harper with the Nationals, it was a ten-year, three hundred fifty million dollar deal. He he wanted out of Washington. I'm just going to say that right now. I don't know that that's true. If they'd have come through. At a, at a real at a real money value. Wanted, if you see what's happened since he's been there, and they've had competitive no, teams, they, they've always just couldn't get it done. Exactly. Like, you know what? I'm going to move on. And that might you might be right. I mean, he his whole his whole career has been there in Washington, where he wasn't. He was always like one guy away, one one game away. Like the the Nationals never came through. 
Um, but what did he say? Like part of his 300 mil was, was there was a hundred million dollars in, in deferred money to when he was 65 years old. He might even live that long. So, well, I'm sure his estate would still get it. But beyond that, essentially what they offered him was $250 million. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're good for a hundred million later. And yeah, more than likely 40 years from now, Bobby Bonilla, the, the nationals will still be there. The Bobby Bonilla trade or uh, contract. He's still getting, he just, that blows yeah. my, he still gets a couple million dollars a year. He's got, I think. Finalized it last year or something. No, this year, this year is the is the, is the la- I think the last year of it. It just blows my mind that that and what and what that is is his contract. I think it was already it was already money owed to him, and they didn't want to pay him. They wanted to bring someone else in, mm-hmm. and they said, "Listen, can we defer this for a couple years?" And his agent said, "Listen, as long as you agree to," and he gave him like a high interest rate, not quite like predatory loans, but yeah. not like a bank. Give him like a seven or eight percent interest I need like rate. A whole other segment to talk about because <laughs> real quick, Alex Bregman signed a six-year, six hundred million, million dollar deal, and that basically tears up his arbitration. His years. Arbitration in his yeah. first year two years of, of free agency. Yeah, they also gave uh, two years to Ryan Presley. Uh, got his autograph. While I was down Ooh. There. Um, but I want to go back to to Mike Trout. Uh, Twelve years, four hundred million. Four four twenty six is what they're now calling it. So I I, I think dumb. You think Dumb so? move. I don't think so. They did the same thing with Albert Pujols. Yeah. Got him nowhere. Uh, yes and no. It's, Got him nowhere. But, like, it, but it started way later. Pujols was already 30, and so you had like... Right, so they gave him an astronomical amount of money at 30 for 10 years. It got him nowhere. You've got a 28-year-old kid who's really good. Don't get me wrong. Mike Trout, they say he's the best player in baseball. To, we talked about earlier in the uh, show... One guy doesn't make the difference. For out the of the top 10 players in baseball, Mike Trout's number one. The next angel isn't anywhere, anywhere near. To where like the Astros and Red Sox have two of the top ten, but but their attendance is still high. They're still competitive yeah. most years. It, it goes back for the, them as a franchise. It makes it goes back to the Texans model. Like right. the Texans aren't going to win anything, but we keep selling out the stadium so they keep making money. Exactly. I don't think the Angels will be any type of successful in the near future. I just don't. Um, I like the I like the Astros model. So the Astros model, yeah. they've got a bunch of young guys. So instead of spending four fifty on one dude. Now they're going to spend four fifty on like four or five guys and have a solid core. They are, and and it guarantees a few more years of success. Right. But I think on the backside of that, I'm real concerned about what that's going to start to look like in year seven, in year right. eight, okay, in year fine. nine. We'll rebuild, but with like with with Anaheim, the Los Angeles Angels, of they've Anaheim, never they they've never had the success. If you've got to, all this yeah. money, no, I agree. Tied into him, how are you going to spend money anywhere else? Well, and that's something that was talked about. I got into it kind of on Facebook with a guy. They were like, "How's somebody worth a half a billion dollars?" And I said, "Honestly, I wouldn't give him that much." And the, well, if you go to the if you go to the NFL, NFL the salary cap last year was one hundred and seventy seven million. Every team made about four hundred million dollars, or about six hundred million dollars. So yeah, it's they're it's worth it. They're not hurting. Yeah, they're not and baseball money. Is baseball money right? But I just think spending that much money. You know, you want him to be the face of the franchise. That great. He's 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 tons of money. But how are you going to be successful if all your eggs are in one basket? Now you're relying heavily on your recruiting team and your scouts to bring up guys like the Astros have done. And that's where the Astros have been. They've been successful, but they've had guys who haven't even hit their five years of service. So they've been able right. to keep them on the cheap. Well, and really, really, we just stole the Cardinal scouting system. Yeah, you I know. Mean. <laughs> If you ain't winning, if you ain't cheating, you ain't winning. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly what that looks like. Uh, no, you're right, and I don't know what the future looks like, but I do think, I think they're okay. Look, they got all the sponsors on the stadiums. I think we're not I don't even think watching they need LA. Them. I don't, but I don't think they need the money. I think they're fine. 
because it's California and yeah. it's pro sports. All right, we're going to jump out of here. Everybody have a great day. Everyone enjoy your Thursday and tune in tomorrow for Nerd Thug Wrestling at 2 p.m. and Mondays for Nerd Thug Radio. Go to nerdthugradio.com or facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio. For usually Little Brother Nico and for the Captain Joey Savage, this is Core DLG. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel.